Hi there, I'm Tony Reese, and welcome to another episode of Humanized Profit. And I am fortunate enough, as you are as well, to hear from Dan Hoke and Craig Poole again today. Hey, Tony. Welcome. Hi, Tony. So the last episode, we spoke about wonderment and how it's something as a strategy that is so important in the hotel. And then that got us thinking about value and quality of life and the difference between the two, right? I just want to tell you a story uh, that kind of flipped my thinking around this. I was having lunch with a friend who was, we were talking about quality of life. And I said how I'm really trying to focus better on quality of life. And she looked at me and she said, in her lovely uh, southern accent, which I will do no justice to, she said, honey, it's not about quality of life. It's about value of life. And that we all should be giving value in everything we do. But if we are working in a community, serving on a board, dealing with people, and we do not receive value or give value, then we need to let it go or find out why we're not. But everything we do should be about value. And that ups the ante on quality. And that struck me as a a very important way to think about how we do business. What value do I bring in the position that I hold at the Doubletree? And what value am I receiving here at this hotel in the work that I'm doing? Is there value I'm receiving and value that I'm giving? And what does that do for the guest? And what does that do for the team members? The quality of my work may be good, but the value of my work, oh my gosh, there's so much more worth to that. And I believe that's part of humanized profit is bringing value to everything we do. What do you think, Craig? Absolutely. I don't think we ever thought of it that way. We, we were always thinking the quality of someone's work. But really, when we hire people and we place them in positions here, we really value, value them. Mm-hmm. And that's one of our success retention, success profit, success everything has been we show a lot of value. We try to show a lot of value to people. Even, uh, and I think a lot of people know that we are a major second chance employer, and we're also a major employer of um, people that have been at risk, people that have um, disabilities. But when they come here, a lot of the people didn't know they had a value. They knew that they could do some work here, but when you show them they have value, they want to belong more, they want to do more, they realize they're better than what they thought they were. So they give you more than what they thought they were. But they also give themselves more and they le- and they give themselves another value while they're here and their self-esteem rises, their job work quality rises because they're valued, because we say you're a valued person. What you did is forgiven. Where, where you're at today is who we value. And that pushes people, disrupts their mind mm-hmm. from I'm not worth, I have no value, I'm not worthy of this position to I really do create a value. And the great thing is, is they, they carry that home and they carry it into the streets and they right. carry it into the businesses they go to. 
and all of a sudden they do have a lot more value more value than they ever knew because they're creating more value than they ever knew mm -hmm. and that's partly how you turn a business around it's how you turn a a, a community around is you create value of people that are there. It's transformational. Not it, only that individual, but, but, but the business and, and the community. Mm -hmm. And I think um, coming out of the pandemic with so many hiring wolves, um, we stepped back and took a long look at what is the true value that we are offering people. Are we communicating that someone is valued? Are we looking after where we're falling short on the needs that they have? I'm really focused on that as an answer to hiring woes and job retention. So our concentration on the value, making someone feel that they're valuable to us by letting them know that we value them, it's just reciprocal. And it just, it just breeds a great culture uh, and a great happiness, great retention, and just a great way of taking care of each other, going back to the last podcast, that living in the wonderment principle. Mm -hmm. It's really a, a great strategy too in any business because you create value. If you're in business, you're hoping that you're creating value for the customers that you serve, right? Right. That's a given. And you hope the quality of how you're serving them is high, but you also want to provide value. But how often does that get flipped to the internal, to the employee, to the employee, to say, am I providing value to my employees? And from employee to employee, do they understand? This morning at our morning meeting, by the way, our morning meetings aren't 15 minutes. They're probably one hour. But they're really not a meeting. They're an investment in the people and the values of the people that work here. But we, this morning we talked about the, the morning hostess, her value. Mm -hmm. And the valuable – and she needs to understand – this value of what she creates for the guest experience. So when people come down the elevator, they're not walking around like they're lost or confused. But she creates the value of ensuring them when they walk down here, that we're getting right to the right spot. I know it's simple, but it's not simple if it's done wrong. Right. It's complicated. It's it's uh, irritating to a guest. It's it's confusing. And people, even if you're, like, if you were in a parking lot by yourself looking for a car that you lost, which I do, um, that's me, you're that out there by yourself, but as you're walking through the parking lot, you think everybody else in the whole world's looking at you, looking like a, a bumblebee out there trying to, you know, you're lost. And you feel awkward in your own awkwardness. You, you, you feel confused, and you're, you feel like your value is different, Right. The same way it is with that customer coming down to the, or walking into your store or walking into the front desk or walking into the dining room, checking into a freestanding restaurant, wherever you're at, it, we're confused and we don't want to be confused. So we have to teach her, the hostess today, that was a conversation. This is your value. This is what you bring to here. And from that, she'll give a better quality of work. But also... That person is confused when they walk into a business or the dining room or where, whatever. That confusion is contagious. It's, it's visible. Yeah. And, and that, that collects onto the other people there, all because we weren't there to greet the person. So the value is very high. What, what if she does is so important. Dish, a dishwasher. I mean, people say, what happens? A dishwasher uh, 
does seem like a great job until one doesn't show up and all the dishes are dirty. Or if a bad one is there putting bad quality out and all of a sudden the plates are coming down with food on it or they're not clean or whatever, silverware with egg on it. Um, but the, they have to understand their value of here, their mm-hmm. value of who they are and what to create and how they create a value to us. And when they understand that, their quality of work automatically goes up. It'll never go up until they understand the qual their value. Mm-hmm. Right? You can write a memo. You can put write people up. You can do all the things that people do, but until they understand the value of their job, the quality of work will. It's always aligned. Values aligned to quality. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Values aligned to the chef. This is the value you do. If you do that, you know he's not going to buy an inferior food. You know he's going to correct it because they see the whole value. Of this is this is who I am. I'm not just a, a person. I'm creating a value for the people that work here, for the people that stay here, for the people that own it, and um, and the quality automatically goes up. And then you get better guest scores and more money, and yeah. life life becomes good, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people don't want to quit. We can tell somebody what their job role and responsibility is until we're blue in the face. This is the quality we expect. We expect you to stand here. We expect you to greet. We expect you to walk into the table and do it well. But if they don't understand the bigger picture and if they don't understand what it means to do that, the effect on, as you just described, the experience of that person, the experience that when they sit down, the experience of the people that are watching them sit down, depending on how they were recognized and brought in, if they don't understand that and the value that it brings, um, their quality will never be consistent. They'll never find the joy in the job because they don't know what they're doing and how it affects the whole and how we are happy that they're doing it. And we value them for doing it the right way. If they don't understand why, they will never find the joy, the satisfaction of doing it correctly and doing it consistently. So by as a servant leadership, by telling them the whole story, the whole picture of the value of their performance, the value of, of providing quality performance, we'll never have that consistency. Great. Well said. Imagine the type of leadership that is not servant leadership and the management styles that are controlling and dictator-like. What does that do to someone? It diminishes their value, which will ultimately impact the quality of their work because they have been diminished. Well, that's why we have follow me and I'll be behind you. You have to be worthy of someone to follow. So if you're the leader, you can't say, here's your value and here's your quality you're going to do. You have to be there all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to always represent it. You can't kind of represent it. You have to believe in it. And you have to believe in their value. Mm-hmm. But saying it, anybody can say it, and anybody can put it on a mission statement and whatever you want to put it on. Only only by leading it and only by people, you be behind them and helping them do it, can it won't happen. And it takes effort. It doesn't take a, a, a one-minute email or a sign on a door or a, a meme on a... Facebook post, uh, it takes a lot of time because it takes a lot of time for people to understand the real value. And it, and it takes individual time, not just group time, but 
time knee to knee talking to each other and telling people this is what you have done for us this is what we could do better and how can we help you create a value that you can't wait to come back to work tomorrow everybody wants to feel their position is important why why not tell them that doing a great job that that you you are important Uh, that's just such a big piece and as as a leader to sit on the curb and talk to them about that talk to them about what they need in, to do their job properly, to talk to them about how doing it affects the whole and makes all of us move forward, um, and understanding that they're important and expressing that they're important by doing it the right way uh, is just so, so, so valuable. Yes. Uh, it's so, so not done enough. It fits so beautifully into profit and humanizing profit because it's the value of the performance, their performance directly ties to the value of the company's performance, to the value that you need to understand how to be resilient and bounce back right. from adversity. There is a value there. There is, it's of it's great worth to be able to do so. And the value of what you own in, in a company and your performance to the value of transaction. Every piece of this strategy drives value, receives value, and without it, it's nothing. Right. And that's why we talked about wonderment recently. If you don't have wonderment in your heart, you're not going to see, and if you don't have it in your system, you can't see the difference between quality and value because you don't have the mind frame and taking the time to train your mind to look at wonderment of people. Or you, it's more you look at the failures of people or the anxieties of people, but the wonderment is look at the gifts of people and how do you get them to have more value for them. The wonderment is a key strat- a tactic to, mm-hmm. to value. What awakens us to how serious it is to the difference between quality and value. Right. If you didn't have wonderment, you wouldn't be thinking like that. You'd right. be sitting stagnant, uh, leaving whichever word you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Wonderment is questioning the words and, and then saying, wow, we can be take it a different direction from quality to value. But you won't unless you have wonderment in your heart and, and looking for joy. Right, and uh, we've got to talk about joy in the future. But most companies have a value statement, but it's really just that. It's a value statement. They have values within their culture, hopefully, that they've defined, that there are values that we follow and that our culture is based on those values. However, I think the piece that is the invisible obvious that gets forgotten is the value of the individual and defining how valuable that individual is and their contributions are to the success of the organization. Agreed. And that goes way beyond a value statement. Way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts, Dan? I think you summed it up beautifully. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right. Until next time, I'm Tony Reese, and this is Humanized Profit.